Welcome back to another episode of Caps Off by the Game Day. Fantasy Day. NFL Day. We're back. We're back officially, dude. Jesus Christ. Chiefs-Lions. I don't know why they chose the Lions to go against the Chiefs, because I feel like they could have done a better matchup for us. But now it might be a little bit more even, because Travis Kelsey could not be playing. Is he questionable still? I think he's questionable, yeah. We don't, we don't know for sure if he is going to play. We are going to run through some injuries. Obviously, a lot of the guys in fantasy right now um, are dealing with some injuries before even week one, which is crazy. As a reminder, if you're, you're looking for any betting advice, betting promos, make sure to go to thegameday.com slash promotions. we got a lot of good things, so make sure to sign up. Also, as a reminder, Felipe and I will be doing fantasy episodes yeah. Tuesday and Thursday, every single week, where we'll be doing start sits. We'll answer any questions. So I think the best way to probably reach out to us would be on Twitter, because you and I are the most active. So if you have yeah. any fantasy questions, make sure to go follow both of us on Twitter. You can yeah. follow me at TGDTabs. On Twitter, and I believe yours the is Felipe Fontes. The the one and only Felipe yeah, Fontes. Not another one. Um, but yeah, let's jump right into it. Um, but heading into Week One, we have some massive players yeah. uh, that are dealing with injuries. Like I think this might be the first year in the last three to four that I could at least remember where some of the biggest names, some of the f- biggest players in the first five rounds, are dealing with an injury before even playing a single game. So you yeah, mentioned I mean, Travis Kelsey. You have two first-round picks, like top five picks, yeah, top five to easily, six picks. That, easily. Right. I had a draft last night, and the, some guy, unfortunately, he couldn't log in, and he got ended oh, up getting no. Kelsey in the first, oh, Cooper oh. Cup in the second. <laughs> um, Jonathan Taylor in the third. <laughs> I got Jonathan. It's actually a keeper league. I got Jonathan Taylor in the seventh, which I was like, how am I not going to? Uh, but let's start with Travis Kelsey, right? So right. just to give an update, um, obviously this is going to come out a couple hours before the Thursday night game. So by the time this comes out, there could be some information on Travis Kelsey, whether he's playing or not. I know right. they were testing him this morning, but, um, he's got that hyperextended knee, right? And a mm. bone bruise. Jason Kelsey, his brother also said he's played with that before and you could recover quickly. Um, according to sports MD analysis on Twitter, Deepak Chona said you can inject the knee and he could play well versus the Lions, but he would have a massively high injury risk. Um, So the data is showing that he should sit week one and return in week two. What are your thoughts on Travis Kelsey? I mean, I saw a tweet from you, actually, because I I love your Twitter so much. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yesterday about Cooper Cup. And you're like, my best, if I'm a a cup manager, I don't want him going out there and risking re-injury over these next couple weeks. I'd rather get him back when he's healthy. And my thoughts are the same with Travis Kelsey. Okay, injecting knee, go play today. For what? Yeah. You're playing the Lions. I think you're going to win that game anyways, with or without him. And so, if I'm a Kelsey manager, like, obviously, I want him. Every single week is the best tight end in football, the biggest positional advantage mm. in the game. But I would rather have him healthy for the rest of the season. So, yep. um, you, I mean, I don't know. If you if you don't have Kelsey, uh, or if you have Kelsey, you probably, uh, you might at this point have a second tight end on your roster. If you don't, there's probably some good options that you mm-hmm. can go pick up. I think it's just one of those situations where, like, I would just be happy with the Chiefs resting him because I want him for the rest of the season to be totally. full strength. Yeah, I mean, look, if, you're draft, if you drafted him anywhere in the first, which is likely where he went, if he dropped, you got insane value. But you're hoping that he actually sits, not only for me personally week one, but I actually think week two. Because yeah. if there's a high, you know, possibility for re-injuring that, that knee, like, I don't care about the first couple of weeks in fantasy. I really don't. Because I think a lot of people are going to overreact and underreact. So, therefore, you could almost leverage people kind of second-guessing themselves in fantasy over these first couple of weeks. So, I would rather have Kelsey sit, be okay, um, come back a lot stronger. And uh, there's a lot of tight ends. You mentioned tight ends available. You could probably get one right now. Luke Musgrave's my favorite one. I've seen well, him. So, he's the Packers tight end. And if we're just looking at usage rates, like amongst tight ends in the preseason, 
he had one of the highest. Even now, granted, Kelsey probably didn't play, and other guys didn't play like a Mark Andrews. But when you see a guy like Luke Musgrave, who's a rookie, where they invest capital in him, and he plays almost every snap on Jordan Love's dropbacks, and he's targeting him over the middle, you like that kind of usage, right? You just want to see him at least being used as an inline blocker and a receiver. So I like Luke, Luke Musgrave, not to mention Romeo Dobbs, Christian uh, Watson, who we will be talking about, also injured right now and could potentially not play. So Luke Musgrave could be in line for a massive target share, at least in week one. So I'm okay with I hope Kelsey sits. Luke Musgrave's a good, a good replacement. Um, let's go Cooper Cup, though. Cooper uh, Cup is a guy that was contending for that number two or three pick in fantasy, right? right? Our guy, underdog, or underdog, upper hand fantasy, posted a graphic a couple, couple months ago, and it was like 92% of the time, Cooper Cup yeah, you know, scores over 20 fantasy points. It's crazy. And the next closest was Justin Jefferson at like, Way on it was like 63% or something crazy. So Cooper Cup, obviously, the data is predicting, according to uh, Sports MD analysis on Twitter, that a week three return could happen. Um, the nerve recovers slower if it is involved. Now, I don't know. What, I guess let me read that slower. The nerve recovers slower if it's involved with the hamstring. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. IR is possible, but would be an outlier. Um, so he re-injured the hamstring, right? I tweeted this out, and you were, you were talking about it. As a Cooper Cup owner, I got him in the second round. I got Diggs first. He came to me. I had the seventh pick, and he came mid-second. I was like, I have to take this opportunity. Best case, Cooper Cup goes on IR, right? The fear with Cooper Cup going on IR is that the team is just bad. They start 0-4. They're like, why are we going to rush him back? And now you're out a half Fuck, a season. sucks. And he's been a first-round pick on him. Exactly. Well, I, at this point, if you draft in the past couple of days, maybe a second. But, but that I actually, fucking blows. Also, I'm going to let that slide because Cooper Cup's white, so it's okay that you said owner. Because white people didn't own white people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's a good take. That's a good take. That's a, that's a good take. I got, I got nothing to rebuttal off that at all. <laughs> Go back to your fantasy um, take. Yeah, I don't know. I just think with Cooper Cup, like, I think when we look at the NFL, like, these teams that we expect to be super bad end up being really competitive. And I feel like even though the Rams, no I one is, root, is rooting for the Rams. No one expects them to do anything. They have one of the youngest rosters in the NFL. I, it wouldn't shock me if they happen to be two and two. It, you know, in the first yeah. quarter of the season. So, I want, as a Cooper Cup owner, I want him to go <laughs> on IR. Um, but hamstring injuries can be re-injured, I think, at the highest rate out of any injury. So, what are your thoughts on Cooper Cup? Well, yeah, I mean, you, that last piece that you just mentioned. I mean, we, how many times have we seen that with receivers? I feel like it's any position, obviously. Hamstrings yeah. are hamstrings. But we see it so often with receivers because it's such an explosive position. Right, right. And Cup is a route runner, mm -hmm. which is like bursts mm -hmm. in and out in and out of cuts. And so you want that hamstring to be good. It's not like he's burning anybody deep, but he's going in and out of cuts and stuff like that. So you want him to be healthy. Mm -hmm. I think it's the same situation as Travis Kelsey. You spend high capital on this guy. You want to have him for the long haul. You don't want to risk it uh, this early. And you're okay losing your first couple weeks. And hopefully you don't lose. Hopefully you can, you know, you have somebody you can put right. in this place. But even if you do lose because you don't have him, I would rather be more confident in the rest of season yeah, rather yeah, than yeah, just yeah. try to win week one. For sure. So like, that's how I feel about Cup. And, uh, yeah, I mean, look, I think receivers this year are deep. Super deep. Super deep. And so you're okay putting someone else um, in his place. It's like, figure that out right now who you want. And uh, I think you'll be all right. Yeah, I think also if you have Cooper Cup, you hope he goes on IR. If you need some replacements, if you're looking at specifically the Rams, Puka Nakua is Puka Nakua. I do remember the name Puka. <laughs> Puka. I like that name. But I'm, I'm not falling for the Van Jefferson trap. 
Like yeah. in, in games where Cooper Cup was out last year, he, he it's not well. like I think it was like a top thirty six receiver, ah, maybe top fi- top fifty. I think it was I was reading, I mean, but sure. I, nothing crazy, nothing to be like he's gonna come in and, and replace so him at a, at, a, yeah. at a high level. So Puka Nakua is a guy on uh, the Rams. They invested capital, draft capital on him. I'm I mean, not, that's a hell of a name. It's man. a hell of a name. I might start him just because they the got name. Tutu Puka Atwell Nakua. and Puka Nakua. Tutu Atwell is great, but he's too small. And I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want. Good. Yeah, but I don't want any of these wide receivers that could be blown against the fucking wind. <laughs> nah, Tutu Atwell is like tiny as fuck. But Puka 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 Nakua. Wow. You gotta say 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 it again. Puka Nakua. No, no, you gotta say it quicker. Puka Nakua. Yeah, see, it, roll, it rolls off honestly, the tongue bro, so nice. That's the type of fantasy analysis you don't really see a lot of the, that type of analysis from like some of these top fantasy guys. Yeah, they're not analyzing names. Right. And if you really want to take it at, <laughs> you want to get a positional advantage. You, you look at names. names. Yeah. Travis Kelsey is a great name. Mm. No, it is because his name's Kels. But I like him Kelsey because like, it's a better name. But like a Noah Gray is not good. I disagree. I feel like for me, like Noah Gray. I like, nah, I like Gray. Tra- Kelsey. It just sh- rolls off the tongue. That's a team name. It's 50, such a good name. It's not his gray. actual name. Fifty, 50 Shades of gray. gray. That's a hell of a team name. Yeah, you're right. But Puka Nakua, bro. Puka <laughs> I was he was not even on my radar. Now he is. You drink, you pick up Puka Nakua. You t- change your team name to Puka Shells. You're locked and loaded with Cooper Cup on IR. I like it. I mean, <laughs> but but <laughs> also late, some late round guys that might be also available that I actually like a lot better uh-huh. than any of those guys on the Rams would be Marvin Mims of the Denver Broncos. Yeah, I know some people him. are picking him up. I mean, look, Jerry Judy's going to be out. Sean Payton, new head coach. Like when a, when a rookie has an opportunity to seize a massive role because of injuries, especially under new regime, I like that a lot. So Marvin Mims, good late flyer. I understand. The only thing I'll say with that is that rookie receiver is one of the hardest positions to act to you know get into your groove as a rookie. And totally, so but you want to know a stat? What's this? Oh, you don't got quote good me on me? it. But for the last, I think it was like four to five years, or maybe like four out of five years, it was something like some crazy stat. A rookie wide receiver has finished in the top twenty-four. Yeah, but like who, I just don't we don't think know. Week one. No, no, no. I don't. No, I'm not saying. I know what you're talking. I'm like, saying over the course of the season. It. I'm saying over the course, over the course of, the season. of the season. Yeah, it, it still takes a few weeks to get to yeah, get going. So, like that could but be I day. Do, but I, yeah, I remember. I remember when like, Odell, Odell Beckham's rookie year. That was shit was crazy. When he started popping off like week four, week five, mm-hmm. like, oh, this guy's legit. But no, it happens. It happens. I just think you probably you probably have somebody on your team right now that you can just input. Like, yeah. let's be real. You probably drafted a receiver in the fifth, sixth, seventh round that is a flex slash wide receiver three guy, mm. like, put him in. Yep. You know what I mean? So. Well, we just talked to Marvin Mims. Let's go into Jerry Judy. Obviously, Jerry Judy was a guy, you know, I think he went, like, in his ADP was around the sixth round. Mm. Uh, could play week one, 25% re-injury risk. Data favors week two return. Moderate explosiveness dip initially. If I'm a Jerry Judy owner, same thing. I want these guys to sit out, especially manager. when it's hamstring. Manager. Manager. Okay. PC. Bro. If I'm a PC. Jerry Judy manager. There you go. See, that one I can't let Contributor. Slide. <laughs> no, that one doesn't make sense. All right, if you're a Jerry Judy manager, go ahead. If I'm a Jerry Judy manager, I want him to sit also. Like yeah. I, anyone, any, specifically when it's a hamstring injury, and we're going to get to Christian Watson and the Packers, guys, hamstring scares the shit out of me. Unless you're Cooper Cup, scaring the shit out of me. Like, we've yeah, seen Yeah, it's fucking annoying. Especially with Sean Judy. Judy has dealt with this in the past. Yeah, yep. At least Cup, like, I don't think he's had uh, ham, hammy issues. No. It's yeah, been, the, like, ACL. Yeah. And usually like if you have an ACL injury, it ends up affecting your hamstring, too. So Yeah. So I'm mean, with Judy too. I mean, you mentioned a couple guys. I mean, Mims, uh, Sutton's playing. Sutton's playing. We hate Sutton though. Like he's not. He can't run routes. Yeah, but <laughs> I think he had. But he was good over the last couple of weeks when when Judy was out. Also, or like that time when Judy was out. Think about a guy that's kind of. Uh, I don't want to give away, but I guess I'm gonna give away this way. Like Mike Thomas esque in size. Yes, hot, great comparison. That X. Yeah, great comparison. So Sean Payton. That's that's correlation, right? Sean Payton there, what he did with Tom with Michael Thomas, he could do with um 
Corlin Sutton. So, um, but yeah, now nah, Jerry Judy, same thing. I mean, all these guys, it's just like it's week one, so it's not a time where you're like overly stressed, mm-hmm. right? If if this is week seven or eight and you're Correct. at a losing Correct. record, you're like shit. At this point, bro, like I want to win this week. Yep. Okay, uh, you want these guys to go, but week one, bro, like you got the whole season ahead of you. You're chilling. It's mm. not something I'm worried about. Like, sit this guy, especially when it's something we've seen in the past. Mm-hmm. Jerry Judy, you don't need that. He's an explosive guy, boomer bust. Nah. Well, speaking of another guy that's had a ton of injury history, George Kittle. Yeah, I hate him. You know what happened last last year at this exact same time? What? George Kittle was injured. He missed I hate weeks him. one and two. I don't know why you draft George Kittle. At this point, if you drafted George Kittle, bro, that's your fault. Because he had seven touchdowns over the last like couple of games last year with Brock Purdy. Well, he, yeah, he turned it on. Like, like pure but tight end. Throughout, what, like 12 or 13 weeks, the dude was a complete bust last year. Correct, but they didn't have a quarterback also. Like, pure tight end, if we want to go pure skill set, he's one oh. of the best tight ends. He's top three tight ends. So you could get some value. Like, George Kittle, I saw he dropped to, like, the sixth in a lot of these drafts. That's good value for George Kittle. So yeah. George Kittle's a guy that, you know, according to Deepak Chona that we keep referring to on Twitter, go shout out, you know, shout out him, Sports MD Analysis. Uh, the trajectory and history of playing through injury favor playing week one. So low performance impact if active. So George Kittle's a guy that's always played through injuries. I'm not too worried. George Kittle looks like he's going to play. He's always he's one of the toughest guys, one of the toughest tight ends. It's just tough because I'll, you have a guy with a ton of mouths to feed, you know, as your tight thing. end. So. Here's the thing. This is different. I feel like this situation is different because. Okay. Hold damn, on. bro. You love your little dings. Hold on. I got to turn, turn it down. There you go. And we're good. Because I think it's different because. With George Kittle, like, he could be completely healthy today. He'll get hurt tomorrow. Uh-huh. So, I'm like, just fucking play. Yeah. I don't much. want a guy like Kelsey doesn't have an injury history. Right. So, I don't want to put that on. I'm like, please recover completely and then go out but there. But you expect George Kittle to have George injuries. Kittle, like, he could be fully healthy today and get hurt tomorrow. Like, if it doesn't matter. Draft, so, I'd rather him play saying. today yeah, and get yeah. my points out of him. If you drafted George Kittle, you knew he was going to get injured. At some point. At some point. He's going to get hurt. Right. Well, here's a guy that I didn't expect to get injured. Mark Andrews. So, he showed up on the injury report a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. Um he had a quad strain. So according to Deepak, it says, uh, you know, it's very common, low performance impact, but elevated re-injury risk. Mm. If the score isn't close, he may sit late. I mean, look, no matter what, you probably got Mark Andrews in the third round. You're going to play Mark Andrews. Um, if he's playing. If he's playing, of course. Now, Isaiah Likely is a guy, like, you could probably pick up late. I don't think anyone's going to go. Someone might run, but he had some he, big games, he had some big games but he's touchdown dependent. Yeah, so I fair. wouldn't sit there and be like, you're going to get very similar production whatsoever. There's so many mouths to feed. If Mark Andrews is good, I'm not too worried about it. Like, again, I keep coming back to it. Hamstring's the only injury that I feel very nervous about recovering from. That and maybe like a turf toe. Yeah. Like we saw that with Devontae two years gross. ago. And we'll get to Terry McLaurin. But yeah, with, if you have Mark Andrews, you're going to roll him out. I think he's, he's, he's due for a big year. Um, I'm not too concerned. The Ravens are playing who? The Ravens are playing. Gotta rerun that, bro. It's been the so commies? excited for these matchups. No, nah, they're playing the Texans. Oh, yeah, Houston. They're That's ten point favorites. Yeah, they're ten point favorites. Blowout. It could definitely be a blowout. Um, JSN yeah. is my next guy up. I want to talk about your well, guy. J- JSN's my guy. I think here's the luxury of the Seahawks, and it probably goes against you if you're a Seahawks. I've tied the locket. Yeah, if, if you have uh, JSN. Because they had, they're loaded at receiver. So mm-hmm. it's like if you're Pete Carroll, even though I think I've seen that he is probable to play, I don't yep. think it's in this tweet that we're looking at, but I saw somewhere else mm-hmm. um, that he's probable to play. And so I think it was in our fellow uh, Sam Wagman article, actually. What's up, Jack? Jack's looking at us, giving us a little wave. Hey, Jack. Um, <laughs> but they're so loaded at receiver, they don't need to play him. So if, like, look, I don't think you drafted JSN. At this point, we're getting to guys that. 
they're probably not starting for you week one yeah, anyways. Yeah, 100%. So it's okay. Um, you also probably got him in like the seventh round you or You got him later, later. Yeah. yeah. Or you like me, got him in Dynasty, and like, this is out. a long-term stash. You know what I mean? Shout like, out JK. Shout out, that's a shout out Tony to Pollard. Squad, shout out CD Lamb. The team's nasty. We're projecting like 160 this week. It's crazy. But, um... But yeah, you're not really you're not really tripping about it. You weren't gonna start him week one anyways. If anything, you were thinking like, all right, I'm gonna draft him. I'm gonna get him a little bit later, and then he could really start you know paying dividends week seven, eight, nine, ten, and then that could be when you start you know start starting them. So I don't think you're really too worried about that. Honestly, like best case, like sit him. You're good. Yep. I don't know. Not weird. Two other guys um, on this tweet that I want to talk about. One, Terry McLaurin. We just talked turf toe. Mm. Now it's it, he was upgraded. I think. Um, this week, I saw a video of him running. Didn't look like a similar Terry McLaurin. I'm nervous if I drafted Terry McLaurin only because two years ago, I think it was when Devontae Adams had turf toe. He, I think, tried to come back early, ended up re injuring it. I think ended up being out like six weeks, or he ended up oh, being out for an extended period of time. Turf toe scares me, unless it's not as bad. But t- if you have Terry McLaurin, obviously, there are still other wide receivers on the, you know, on the waiver wire. Um, a guy that I like is Jaden Reed. We're going to get to the Packers, but so Terry McLaurin, turf toe, does that scare you at all? Yeah. Uh, like you said, the re-injury, I think that's the, that was the worry with hamstring. That's the worry with turf toe. We've seen it play lots of guys in the past and have big fantasy impacts on, on different guys. But I mean, McLaurin, you know uh, better than me because you did a million mock drafts. Where was he kind of going? Anywhere from like the fourth to the six, depending. Like he was That's in that kind of high. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I think, the, yeah, it's tough because you can, Jahan Dotson, who's a guy that had a good late run last year, you know, all the reports at a preseason were that he was connecting with, uh, with Sam Howell. You get Jahan Dotson maybe a round or two later, and he's healthy and right Samuel's now. Samuel's still there, Curtis? Yep. Curtis Samuel? Curtis Samuel. And so, uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah. I, like, it, I, I just feel like, you know, with, with Terry, when he's on the field, you're going to start him. Mm-hmm. Even last year, though, I mean, like, he was good, but there were weeks where other guys outplayed him, and you still don't know what you have with Sam Howell. Yep. I know there's a lot of good talks about him, and you got the enemy now, so. Well, Jack's talking all this shit about Sam Howell in the commies. Actually, Ron Rivera's very high on him. And I know he has You're to say that coach, as a head coach. Though, yeah. yeah, but he's seemed a little bit more optimistic than I would even expect. Uh, I mean, if you beat cancer, you're an optimistic person. Oh, that's... That's a fact, bro. Hey, shout out Ron Rivera, Rivera man. Rivera. No, like, Rivera, like Rivera, Rivera, Rivera. yeah, I don't, I don't even have that much to say about McLaurin. I mean, if he's if, if he's going to be healthy, you want him to play. If not, like, you don't want him to re uh-huh. to re-injure. So, yeah. I got two other two other guys for you. One, Javante Williams. He's a dog. Absolute fucking dog. He's a dog. Um, yeah, I mean, according to Deepak, algorithm projects 60% workload, 85% efficiency weeks one through three. That's way too much um, analytics for me. Uh, he's been an outlier so far, so we anticipate outlier comeback. Data equals most often accurate, but we differ here, so we're offering you both projections. So the projections that Deepak is talking about is that he's going to be 90% efficient with an 80% workload, um, but the algorithm is projecting based off of his ACL, 60% workload, 85% efficiency. I don't give a fuck about either of the efficiencies or whatnot. If I have some AJP run, I'm playing him over Javante. I have both of them in one of my leagues. Oh, nice. Sean Payton has had a top... 15 running back mm-hmm. in 10 straight years. Think about that for a second. Okay. When Sean Payne's head coach, he's had a top 15 running back every yeah. time. So he's going to pepper running back with targets. The problem is Samaj P. Ryan could either be the Mark Ingram type of guy or he could not. I think early on, I would want Javante Williams to kind of, because as we've talked about, ACL injuries can, can linger into others. 
Um, obviously, it's something you can recover from, but he had the full knee, right? We saw it with JK. Yeah. But JK came back with less touches and was super efficient with it. And still wasn't 100%. Exactly. So how many visible. outliers can we ask? We know that a year, a full year, like a full season under your belt after the ACL is when you're usually better. So that would project uh, 2024, 2024 for, for Javante. Yeah. But he could be the outlier. Is it going to be Brees or is it going to be Javante Williams as the outliers? All signs are pointing to both of them being healthy. My gut tells me Javante because I have him on my team and I drafted him over Brees. Um, are you worried about Javante's injury? Nah, I mean, I think when he gets on the field, he's going to be good. Um, it's kind of like you. If you have both of those guys, go Samaje, it's safer mm-hmm. there. You, you know what you're getting with, with Sean Payton. And I'm glad you mentioned, like, Mark Ingram, too, because there was that one year where both Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara were both, like, top 15. Yeah, were they, they both were top 10? Yeah. I don't know about top 10, but they were both, I think, like, they were both top 15 backs, yeah, I think. Yeah. They were insane, and they provide different things. Uh, I think the difference here is that, Jamal or Javante Williams fully healthy, he's that top dog. Yep. Or like he's not gonna be splitting as many carries as like you had back in that Saints backfield mm. because both of those guys were fucking awesome. Like mm. both Pro Bowlers, right here. Like Samaje's a fine guy. He's fine. Filled in well for uh, Joe Mixon last year yep. when he had to. But Javante Williams is like a top dog. Like he is. Uh, he's he's different. So yeah, I mean, if I have both of those guys, I mean, you could go Samaje right now because you're because it's safer. But Javante, as soon as he gets on that field, man, I think he's going to be special. Yeah. But, like, like this tweet says, like, what's his name, Deepak? Mm-hmm. Talks about how he's an outlier, and he's been an outlier when he's played, so the injury is going to be uh, an outlier, like, comeback as well. I mean, we've seen that with guys. Like, Yeah, I mean, you, you speak know? on it. To shout out Alex Caruso, AP. one of our friends of the pod. Fuck yeah. Um, he tweeted out, obviously, the Sean Payton stat. That's where I got it from. But Javante already outsnapped Samaje Piran in his first game back from that injury. So, even in, in the preseason? preseason, he was outsnapping him. So it shows. So not, he's good, like soon, bro. Yeah, like exactly. I don't even know if I'm so confident. I know you said like even now you probably starting some Samaje, but like, I just think of like Peyton's not going to play games. Well, here's what I'll say about Week One. I feel more confident in Samaje P Ryan being able to score a goal line touchdown, or have some receptions like on third down that's, okay, than that's I would be to expect on. Javante Williams to come in and be the guy that's going to have a, like some goal line work. I know for a fact Samaje Piran's going to have have work. So there. you're okay. You're predicating it off the goal line exactly. And because it's it, now granted, if I need an upside, I'm going to go with Javante. But because it's week one, and I'm just looking for floor plays, I'm just looking to see like what do you feel more comfortable on? I feel more comfortable on Samaje Piran being able to find the end zone than Javante Williams. And that's just a week one thing. I'm not saying I I'd, I think Samaj, I think Javante Williams is going to be one of the biggest steals in fantasy. He went as the RB29 in a lot of drafts. That's crazy. And that's yet low. that Sean Payton stat of having a top 15 running back in every season, I mean, he's one of two They're guys. the Raiders with cheese defense, exactly. too. Exactly. Exactly. So, I don't know, bro. Both guys might be a little relevant. Yep. Um, last but not least, we'll go into Packers wide receivers. Romeo Dobbs, my guy, Christian Watson. So <laughs> you can spend the whole damn show. So on this Christian, one. Wa- yeah, literally. So Christian Watson come before yesterday was, you know, had that breakout tag attached to him. A lot of he the did. people in the fantasy community all over oh, Christian yeah. Watson, which yeah. makes a ton of sense. His not only athletic build, the amount of touchdowns he had last year, his average air yards, all this stuff that points to a successful year that followed for Christian Watson. The issue was the hamstring. Now, hamstring, knowing that you could re-injure it, knowing what it's done to Jerry Judy for an extended period of time, knowing how it's affected you know, we're, we've, how other players in general, like, I actually, I had an opportunity last night on my draft. I started, shout out my team, Bijan Robinson. I got CeeDee Lamb in the second, which was crazy. Nice. But I also had Keenan Allen. I had an opportunity to go to stack uh, CeeDee Lamb, Keenan Allen, and Christian Watson. Like, he was there for me, and I chose to avoid Christian Watson because of the hamstring, knowing that there were other pieces available there. So, the hamstring scared the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. The 
as someone that you may not be as high on Christian Watson, but like we've talked about hamstrings time and time again, because it's his first hamstring injury and because of the potential upside in that offense as literally the alpha wide receiver one, are you worried about Christian Watson's hamstring? Watson, man, his game is speed. Mm-hmm. And so that's different even than like some other guys who might be able to get away. Like I always talk about this guy because it fucking got me as like for many years as I was playing Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson. I didn't want Deshaun Jackson because of those hamstrings. You never knew when it was mm-hmm. going to get you. And because he was a straight burner, that's what he was going to do to you. Christian Watson, I love him. 6'4", 6'5", 4'3", speed. He's a burner. He's mm-hmm. not much else than that. I think he can be, become better. He, you know, hopefully he improved his route tree this year. But uh, I am worried because that hamstring is like, that's his tool. That's his weapon. Yep. That's what scares you is the speed with that guy. Like, the amount of times we saw him just burn, guys. And he had Aaron Rodgers last year. Now, I don't know the rapport with Jordan Love, but, I mean, you said it's his first hamstring injury. Don't let it become a problem. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like, I, I, I'd i rather have him be fully healthy before he comes back. Yeah, totally. Also, just looking up today, um, Romeo Dobbs did practice. So that's a good sign. Christian Watson did not practice, which is not a good sign for his uh, availability for Sunday. So I guess yeah, it's a very similar today. thing with any of these injuries, right? With week one, you'd rather them sit week one and maybe two, come back week three and uh, take some flyers. So that brings me to the Jaden Reeds of the world, right? Okay. People forget, I think he was a third round pick. He was either a second or third round third, pick. I, at think, a, yeah. I think third round at a Michigan State. Like third round is still capital. So the fact that the Packers invested that, they're going to get him the ball. He's a slot receiver. He has a, he, he's a shifty guy. Um, I added Jaden Reed on as many teams as I can. He's going to get a fuck ton of work if Christian Watson's not there. And then you got Luke Musgrave. So for me, I'm looking at the whole entire Packers skill positions as like an opportunity to figure out who is that one if Christian Watson's out. Mm-hmm. And then also who is the two? Because I think Romeo Dobbs doesn't have that locked up as much as people thought he did. Yeah, well, you were the biggest. I was. I mean, yeah, world. yeah. But he's the second coming of Cooper Cup, but that makes sense because they're both injured their hamstrings. So yeah. that checks well, out. Well, Musgrave, I love, even though tight ends is another position that takes a while to get acclimated in the league. It's it's tough. The blocking, the, it's, it's, it's a hard position. But Jordan Love, you we know young quarterbacks, what do they lean on? Tight ends. Yep. Especially and, over the middle. Yeah, of course. Of course. It's the security blanket for them. It, it's less reads. You're not having to throw like some of the like the outside of the numbers throws. Those are complex complex throws that mm. you know some of the best quarterbacks can do mm. as a rookie or a second year or third year guy that's getting your first starts right now. Then you like to lean on those uh, those guys over the middle and Musgrave. Even being a, a rookie tight end, I, I do like the prospect of that. Shout just out just because he's the security blanket. Yeah, literally. Shout out Alex Caruso. I just had it up, but only two, I believe. Here's a stat. Only two of 451 rookie tight ends have finished in the top 12 in fantasy points per game after being drafted round two or later. So that would Ah. fit Sam Laporta and Luke Musgrave. The counter that I make to that for Luke Musgrave is that he ran a route on 100%, as I mentioned, of Jordan Love's dropbacks. 100% was with the starters. He has, to me, tight end one upside. I think This year? Yes, I do. Not overall, not overall. I'm just saying, top 12 tight end, I think, is absolutely in the realm for him. I think that's crazy. It, 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 yeah, that, that's the point, though. I'm following usage. And for me, I don't think we've seen as many rookie tight ends have this level of usage, not to mention have this level of usage on an offense that doesn't have weapons. I, that, I, that's what and I like, that, right? to me, is where it is. Like, do you think he finishes above another Dalton fellow Kincaid? rookie? That yes. was in the first round, though. Yes, I do. Yeah. And the reason I think that is because of the amount of mouths to feed. 
And also Luke Musgrave as an inline but blocker. I like quarterback in Buffalo. Oh, 100%. But yeah. I don't know. Like, you already have Dawson Knox, yeah, right? So how much playing time is actually going to be split up amongst them? I don't I know. They, they like him. They the, like the him. The upside you have with Dalton Kincaid is you might have a tight end playing wide receiver. He's They're putting him in the slot. Straight through. Yeah. So you might just have a big, yeah, you might have just a big tight end, which is unbelievable, Um, or a big wide receiver, I should say. So the only reason I would lean Luke Musgrave right now Mm -hmm. is because of the usage in multiple sets and the fact that there's not as many mouths to feed, and that's about it. I have both on my team. I drafted literally both last night. So Oh, yeah? Yeah. So I have both, and we'll, we'll see from there, but... Yeah, I don't know. There's there's a fuck ton of injuries in fantasy right now. Like, I think this it would would you say this is the most amount of injuries to elite players in fantasy before even playing a game? Like from yeah, recent bro, memory, week one because I think most of the time you draft the, like the the first round. Usually, you don't really have many guys you're worried about. Mm-hmm. Like all those guys are like when you think about who you're playing week one of every single year. Set you have a star, it. they, they have, have a star, star. Yep. and now it's like. Your best guy being your second round pick. It, like, you're not really used to that. So I'm playing right now uh, today uh, a guy that has Travis Kelsey. And I didn't even know. I was looking through his roster yesterday and I projected out score. I'm like, by a lot. And I'm like, why? He has Cup. This is Dynasty too, right? Mm. So he has Cup. He has Kelsey. Um, he has like another guy. And I'm just like, damn, his team would have been fucking stacked. If he but had both, yeah. Because of that, like, it's, it's, it's weird week one. Week one, it's It is so really weird. weird. But that's that's where you got to listen to, like, a podcast like this, right? Where we're going to kind of go a little bit deeper from, like, the fans' perspective. Not as much from, like, the analysts. Obviously, we, we have, we're we definitely not experts, but we like playing fantasy. So, we're going to try and help you win your game. Also, we mentioned it early on. Um, we're going to start incorporating a lot of questions. I had some DMs last night from from people asking fancy stuff and rating their their lineups. Um, DM us on Twitter or just add us. You can follow me at TGD Tabs or the Felipe Fontes. Yeah. Um, I think that's the best way to kind of interact with us from a fantasy perspective on Twitter. Even though if you want some personal growth advice, that's why you're going to follow Felipe on Twitter that's as true, well. For the most part. Um, but yeah, make sure to follow us on Twitter and check that out. Um, yeah, we're going to jump into some underdog now. Oh, before yeah. we jump into an underdog parlay that we made. Um, you could sign up for Underdog Fantasy with a promo code GAMEDAY right now. You can get up to $100 first deposit match. So if you want to play Underdog, I don't know if you have played Underdog. Underdog's sick. Like, I, this is actually the first year that I've really, like, played Same. it and gone through everything. I think what makes Underdog really, really cool is the fact that you and I are talking fantasy right now, but we could just say higher or lower from a fantasy points perspective. So, for example, David Montgomery tonight, I think his line is set at, like, 10 fantasy points right? And they play half PPR. I took the higher in David Montgomery because I do think he finds the end zone and I do think he's going to have two receptions, three receptions. Yeah. Like I think everyone's projecting Jameer Gibbs to have all the receptions. I think David Montgomery gets a lot more love than people are expecting. And therefore the fact that you and I can take the higher or the lower on fantasy points is what makes underdogs super unique. It's not just player props, it's fantasy props. And yeah. I think that's really cool. Um, so make sure to that go to the gameday.com slash promotions and- for the underdog promo and any other promos. But um, and they got fun yeah. specials too. I was gonna yeah. say, like just like the half yards. Obviously, we see that every now and then on like the different books and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. they have a lot of them. They have so many. And so, like, bro, like, so, like, it's it's not even like free money. It's literally like free money. It's free, it's free money. <laughs> it's free money. And especially when they're matching a hundred dollars first deposit. Yeah. Like you, that I, I used. I literally mine just now. So you and I picked yeah. up two different parlays for on yeah. underdog for Sunday specifically. Yep. yep. I took all hires. You took all lowers. Yes, I did. You and I are going to debate which one we think is more likely of hitting. Mm-hmm. And we'll ride it out and go from there and see. Let's so go. So you want to start? You want me to start? I think you should start. Let's start. Let's just start, man, because we all hate anyone that just bets and enjoys this shit. 
We hate betting the yep, under. Yep. So you gave me the difficult task here because I don't want to root against guys, but uh, I'm going to have to. But let's so, see your analysis. Let's, let's, let's so here we go. Jimmy okay. G. Jimmy G. That's a good one. Let's go, well, right? I, agree. I don't even have to say what the say. line is. I agree. All right, good. Let's Let go. Me, yeah, can I guess it? Can I guess it? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. It is Jimmy G's. It's either his completions or his passing yards. It's his passing yards. His you want to guess? Yeah, I did. You're taking you under Jimmy guess what it is? Yeah. Under we, on Jimmy we heard G. You talk, we heard you You're talking about who's you do that shit with better, without me so here. we decided we would, we would be the okay. I am not. I am not letting you slander Jimmy Garoppolo, James Garoppolo, okay, without me here. We both cooked up a higher and a lower parlay. Yeah. You guys say which one's more likely. And also, guys, this is a fair, right? Like, Do you like betting on the under? Never. No. Oh, so it's but a it, tough, but, bro. But, but it was, I'll be honest. Give it a test. If I've learned anything no, from the like the pros, from like the pro sports betters, it's like the under is actually something you should be taking sometimes. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. I mean, yeah, they're from time to time. Why? It, why you gotta be hating on my boy? No, no. I, not, I definitely. I, you gotta find the lowers. I definitely. Lowers. <laughs> you can take Anthony Richardson. You can take. Wait, wait. I definitely am generally of the belief that life life is too short to bet. I still feel like Jimmy's my quarterback. What's the lower? What's the what's his passing? The under is two twenty six and a half. For who? G? They're playing Denver. Denver's defense is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Two pick him off one six times. No, he's not. <laughs> Jimmy G doesn't Jimmy throw doesn't picks, bro. Right. He doesn't honest, turn the ball over. That, he, just won't, he just won't throw it more scary. than 15 yards. Because one ten and a half with Devontae Adams Wait, what in a shootout. Well, I haven't done bro, my actually, looking through Jimmy Jimmy's under, I kind of like because he he won't throw it more than 15 yards. Felipe, read the whole parlay. can't do that. All right. Next, we got your boy Tua Tagovailoa. 266 and a half. It's tough. That's that's high. Wait, I don't wait, think you're taking, high. you're taking over. Or, or his are all lowers. All I had to take all higher. Under. I just think yeah. under parlay. I feel like this. Yours are all lower, lower, higher. Lower, higher. I feel like that's baiting you to take over though. Lower, because like yep, lower. Like under seems too easy on that. Lower, yeah. The lower, yeah. Lower, lower seems too easy on that. I feel you. Okay, that's your next. All right, DeAndre Hopkins. Oh yeah, yeah. How do you have to say lower? Whatever the fuck the number is. Six receiving yards off with. It's fifty-seven and a half. You're taking lower? Oh, I I'll don't take No. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Tell me you're taking your whole parlay is lower. This is all lower. My whole Mine's parlay all is lower. Oh, oh boy. Dude, it could be, it could be eight, eight and a so half yards. <laughs> I'm going lower for DR. All right, so lower? here's the problem. Like, whenever you look at anything, you always, like, natural instinct is to bet the higher. It's to bet the higher. Yeah, seriously. It's more fun. You want me positive, but you know Felipe is a realist. I'm a realist. So DeAndre Hopkins is 57 and a half lower. Jalen Hurts, rushing yards. What's the, what's lower the, than? Don't forget, playing the Patriots. Really good defense. Bill Belichick. I like that one. I like that They're one. good. How many yards? It's 41 and a half. Okay. Bill, Belichick will high. Know, it's high, right? Bill high. Belichick will know how to scheme him, honestly, like to keep him that's, from running. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, he might get a little, some, some passing that's, yards. Hey, that's sharp, bro. 41 and a half. So <laughs> sharp, bro. Sharp was a fucking tack this yeah, guy. So like. lower. <laughs> and then I feel like I got all y'all's teams. No, I didn't get the Niners, but I got your guy, Jimmy. But you got my last one is Saquon Barkley. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's rushing and receiving yards. Keep in mind, Cowboys defense, than. pretty good, healthy. Um, 92 out. and a half. Texas. Oh, I don't like that. Hate it. Lo- rushing and rushing receiving and 90, 92 and a half? Hate it. hate it. I'll admit I'm biased, but I hate it. I hate it. That's why it's probably going to hit. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's got to be one of these where you're like, oh, that one's definitely not, and it's going to be yeah, the, no. the main one that does. I think that's the riskiest one. All right, let me read mine. One. Let me read mine. It let could be. I think the others are pretty solid. All right, so I, so I created hires. a hires parlay on underdog. I'm going to save the best one for last. So the first one is Alexander Madison higher than 0.5 rushing and receiving touchdowns. Who so do they play? The Viking. I don't give a fuck. You tell me, you're like, you tell me Alexander Madison's not going to score eight touchdowns. See, your job, his job is so much easier, yeah, bro. Yeah, that's, that's, one but then why is that the line? Why just do rushing touchdowns or receiving touchdowns? Oh, it's that's both. Weird. It's both. So you it have to just matter score how he one. Scores. Just one touchdown. Not on special teams. 
Sure. No, it has to be rushing. Uh, odds are not he probably not that he does plays, that. Not that okay. he plays on special yeah. teams. Yeah. Odds yeah. are Madison probably does that. He's their lead. My next player. one is right. Tyree Kill over. Sorry, Tyree Kill higher six and a half receptions. Six, six and, and a half? half. I think it's just going to be peppered. That's the easiest job in the Six and a half receptions against like the Chargers. Tyree. They're going to be duking it out. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be forty-five. I got, to wait, 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 wait. You're going to let this is this is hidden. Calvin Ridley higher. Don't care what it is. Five receptions. Don't care what it is. Higher. Take against the Colts. Take. Oh, I actually actually. That one out. What love. corner do they have now? Well, but they have a million receivers. Yeah, Jay but Jones. you're telling me four receptions? I think they're going to throw the ball Christian 40 Kirk. times. Is I don't Christian care. Christian and if they get up early, bro, Travis Etienne and Tank Bigsby are going to be taking over that Yeah, that's fair. Also, you'll hear it on our predictions. Don't forget episode. about Tank. I also took tank the, tank the Tank it's Bigsby. I also I took the Colts. Tank, tank the Frank Bigsby. Don't forget about Puka Nakua, actually. Puka Nakua. Tank the Frank. Yeah, you know Puka Nakua? Puka Nakua. Puka Nakua. Yo, we got to do a draft of just best football names. Puka Nakua is crazy. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Jamar Chase. One receiving touchdown. Higher sure. than Higher point than five. Who are they playing? Sure. The Browns. Yeah. Mm. yeah I like and last but not least... His kickers are people too. No, Daniel not. Carlson higher than five and a half kicking points. Love it. Two field goals. The Raiders what offense. Is he? He's a Raiders. The Raiders, the Raiders yeah. offense will be good two enough to get goals. down the field, but, but not they can't good convert. Yeah, they can't convert. That's two field goals. You want to know the payout? It's thirty to win six hundred. You better let Lipe do a higher one next week, though, because that's way more yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Right, he, okay, so, so we like, fucked you. So we like my underdog. Let's do a minus thirty to win. I. I'm gonna be honest. I like, yeah, I like Felipe's more. Felipe's like is Felipe's sharp. More. Yours is more exciting. Yours to root is for. more fun. Yours is a lot more. Adam, yours is more fun, but Felipe's will hit. Oh, oh, oh no! Right. My track record is yeah, but Jack knows ball. Jack knows ball. So they also said Matano's ball though. They did. But Matano also just said Felipe. The comments also say they don't know how Felipe has a job. Yeah, the comments on the NFC predictions right now. Since you've been recording, I've been looking at the comments. The comments on the NFC playoff picture are all Matano's ball. Matano's ball. Oh my god, Felipe! And one guy was like, I don't know how Felipe has a job. And I was like, what? Well, as a reminder, he's head of social. As a reminder, I want to wrap this fantasy episode. If we you want to get in the action, get in the game with Underdog Fantasy. You can sign up for Underdog Fantasy with promo code Game Day. You can get a, up to $100 first deposit. No deposit. way. Deposit. Deposit. Up to what? Up to $100 first deposit. Match. I'm betting on Puka Nakua. Yeah. With, with higher, higher. Once I get higher. my $100, Are y'all bro. Talk, were y'all talking Puka Nakua earlier? Quickly, or? can you? Bro, I quickly, wish I quick, quickly. Talk. Go to Puka Nakua's higher or lower. He might be there. Is he there? He might be there. Bro, that's a higher. What team is this guy? Who the hell the Rams. Who the hell is this guy? You wide receiver legend. Yeah. God, this this is so hard to find. Yeah. Probably not cool? Mormon. Probably uh, Hawaiian or Polynesian. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Rams. He's, lit, he's definitely Poly. He's not on there. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's Samoan, the Chargers. The Chargers. Wait, wait, wait. Here we go. Before we close it out. Pukunakua. Buy some time. Talk, talk, talk. Bro, when I got that underdog thing. Pukunakua is on it. Oh. 18 and a half. Oh. Higher. 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 Wait, can we take it right now? With yeah. underdog? Yeah, you better rip yeah. that. You better deposit Puka. another underdog. I can't Puka. add another leg tomorrow, probably. But, Bro, uh, well, we should, we should, if he, he hits his high, we should all get Puka shell necklaces. Okay. Puka Wait, Nakua. can he be one of our guys this year? Like, we had Isaiah Pacheco yes. last Puka Nakua. year. Puka Nakua. Puka Nakua. Puka Nakua. Puka Nakua. We're planting the flag on Puka Nakua. Bro, see me for Hogo fell through. We so. have to get Puka Nakua right, Puka P. shell necklaces. I man. ordered obviously everyone tattoo sleeves. I will get all of us Puka shells for Monday. I Bro, like honestly, bring back Puka shell necklaces. I I'm thought down. that was the fucking I'm down. man in elementary. Okay, so those Puka, if Puka sure. higher his higher eighteen and a half hits, we'll all wear it on the pod. All right. All right. Shout out Puka, man. Um, but yeah, Amazon. sign up for Underdog. $100 first deposit match. <laughs> also, for any other betting promos for the upcoming NFL season, make sure to go to thegameday.com slash promotions. You're going to find it all. Also, yeah, that was good. 
we have our live show. Now that you guys are all here, you want to, Matan, you want to say hi and what we're doing hey. at 7 o'clock tonight? Because yeah, it's so going to come out in video. Like you minutes. guys can talk about so me. So Thursday night video. football, Fuck ahead of Thursday Wait, night no, football. At this point, uh, you go, go. edit an action. Go, 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 go. Sit. Okay, whatever. Sit back. For two seconds. We're about to wrap up. Listen, Sit listen, back. listen, listen. Sit up, bro. Go, you're good there. You're good. Go. It doesn't matter. I'm just it does matter. Tonight, Thursday night football. We're doing a pregame show live, 7 p.m. Uh, so definitely tune in. We're gonna be literally like down. two hours. We're gonna be breaking down the entire uh, game and just what we think the the futures will look like for both the Chiefs yeah. and the Lions and how this season will go for them. But then Sunday, something we should shout out is throughout the NFL season, we will be going live every Sunday throughout the one o'clock slate of games. We're gonna have a pregame show starting around noon Eastern. Um, and we'll be breaking down the whole slate, talking what our bets are, uh, our fantasy lineups, all that stuff. So be cool. sure to tune in. It's going yeah, we'll to be on cool. every platform. It's going to be on TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. So CBS. definitely. Amazon Prime. <laughs> Bro, if you're. <laughs> they want us. Eventually, we'll take over the big networks. But we're, we're getting there. One yeah, step yeah, yeah. at a time. Let's dominate. Let's dominate where we're at. Pod. Just remember, if your inner circle isn't talking about Puka Nakua, they're not your real friends. Yeah, yeah it's true. It's true. And they don't know yeah. ball. So yeah, tune in to all of our uh, live streams. We're going to have a whole bunch of them this season. Get in the comments with us. You'll be able to discuss everything with us. It's going to be a great time. All right. Well, we'll see you tomorrow for our predictions episode. Win your fantasy championship today. Puka Nakua. Puka. The Caps Off podcast is brought to you by The Game Day. Starring Adam Tabachnik, Felipe Fontes, Jack Perotti, and Matan Mann. Producers Ben Wolfen and Matan Mann. Don't forget to check out our social at Caps Off Pod on Instagram and at Caps Off Podcast on TikTok. And go to thegameday.com for all the best sportsbook offers.